Hello and welcome to the White Brick Podcast, where we discuss all things property management, lettings and compliance related, alongside wider issues affecting letting and estate agents. My name is Adam Lawrence and I'm here with Patrick Sullivan. Hello. We are portfolio landlords and letting agents. So today we were going to spend some time talking about personal branding. Um, you know, as the world moves on, as social media moves on, it becomes more and more important. And if you are not being authentic, if you don't have a brand, um, it becomes more difficult for people to buy from you because if you haven't, your competitors will do. So one of those the things that relates to that is also a lot of agents are landlords. Um, some landlords decide they want to become agents, but a lot of agents have one, two, three, four, sometimes a portfolio of properties. And it's a useful thing for, for building your personal brand. And it also obviously helps landlords relate to you. So, Patrick, that's something you've used very successfully over the years. Um, do you want to say something about your, your brand and you as a landlord? Yeah, so um, obviously I, I worked for JLR 20 years. I left JLR because I had a, a good portfolio of properties and didn't trust agents. And I've made that quite a key advertising point for the last 15 years or so, 20 years nearly, in lettings, and it works because, you know, we are not, as Adam was saying, we're not traditional um, estate agents. Um, we are who we are, and you know, we'd like to think we're quite good at it. And getting that across to people is really, really important. And Facebook is that amazing platform for it. So I'm on Facebook all the time. People keep saying, oh, you know, you're on Facebook. You know, all you do is Facebook. I am, but for work. So I don't post pictures of my daughter. I do it with my dog sometimes, on my breakfast, on my lunch, or getting blind drunk somewhere. It's all about work and work and work. And Facebook also has a darker side. So when you interview staff, it's entirely your choice if you choose to do this. I'm not saying you should, but Facebook is a free public domain. And it's interesting to see what staff sometimes do before their interview um, on Facebook. So if they're hungover again, late for work, oh God, blind drunk Benidorm, you think, is that actually the person I want to represent my my business? Because when they join your business, they too will be Facebook trolled by customers and clients thinking, oh, it's a bit arty of me, and it'll look at that Facebook post. So it, Facebook's great, but it can go, it, it goes both ways. So buy beware with Facebook. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, if you don't think you have a personal brand, realistically, guess what? You do. Bad news. You just don't realise you've got it. And like anything in life, if something's happened to you that you're not in control of, that you're not aware of, and it's happening around you, and it's happening to you, if you can turn that, spin that on its head, and take control of it, and leverage it within your business... You know, you're bound to make a bigger success out of it. You're bound to your business development should go through the roof. Adam's a great point. VAT exists for everything. Sometimes you just charge zero percent, and that's a good point. So on Facebook, if you haven't got a profile, you have. It's just a really bad profile, and that's what that's what it means. We get more. We said it's all about about trying to divorce the, the power hub, which is White Brick, you know, managing properties for you, managing all our properties, and the, and the, and and the sales team going out there doing the work. We've noticed with um, with Facebook, if you're not careful, that you get less reviews, less likes, less engagement. We don't. We're not very good personally at using Proval, Valpal, or or or, or lead magnets. We have staff to do it for us, but we get more business. Me and Adam personally through personal reviews, personal recommendations, through Google, through all agents, through Facebook reviews. It's, it's all important. So you're looking for, uh, I do it all the time. You look for a new product or you're going on holiday somewhere, TripAdvisor is very good for this. And hotels, a three star, and one's a five star. Same price, guess what? You go to the five star. Simple stuff. Of course, absolutely. 
and you know, you just sometimes forget these days how Facebook, for example, Patrick alluded to it there. You don't think your business has got a page necessarily. It was a few years ago. I remember discovering that there was a page on um, a small business I was actually volunteering to help out in, and thought, well, where's this come from? Because no one within the business has got any Facebook smarts or savvy or skills whatsoever. And I realised Facebook had created it itself. Oh, yes, Facebook does that for you, by the way. So it just will create your own business. And that's even worse. So now you've got a business with a great picture and a great location and a great map. That's it. And Google Google does the same thing. Yeah, automatically. You know, we're talking about these these huge data tech companies that are ultimately taking over the world. And worse than that, they'll then potentially, someone else can come in and take control of the page if you're not careful. Um, you're not managing your reputation that's out there online. And there are all these, I mean, Patrick alluded to all agents there and things like that. But ultimately, what are people spending the vast, vast majority of their time on? They're spending it on Facebook. They're spending it on Google. What do they trust? You know, there's a lot of stuff out there about some of the review sites. And you see it yourself when people quite blatantly, they've reviewed their own businesses. And you think, well, if people see that, then there's going to be questions about authenticity of that stuff. Yeah, also, simple one, don't like your own post. Or if you do, don't like it third person round. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but it doesn't but it doesn't make you look good if you're trying to you know, promote those things. And also, people sometimes make mistakes, don't they? They think, like, for example, well, it's okay, I can just go to one of these websites that advertises, oh, I can get you 5,000 followers on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, whatever, and you're going to go from zero to hero overnight. And I've seen, I've seen groups on Facebook do it. And again, it's, it's bits that form part of a mindset. If your mindset is not, right, I'm going to work hard to build my brand, to build my profile, to build my business, to get testimonials from satisfied customers, I'm going to get them, get people communicating to other prospects about how good my exactly, business yes. is. If you think you can buy that stuff, the whole the mindset within your business needs to shift ultimately because you need to work to get that stuff. And when you do, you'll find it's brilliant. And you'll also find, guess what? None of your competitors are doing it. They don't have that. They don't have that proof. And ultimately, by working with a white brick that can give you that back office support, you can get out there. And it's not just you necessarily getting out there all the time. Your brand, your impressions on people's mobile phones, on people's desktop computers, whatever, they're doing the work for you. And everybody knows the old marketing adages around how many touch points there need to be before someone's going to buy off you. So we hear it all the time in our various agency businesses. Oh, I've been following you for, insert long length of time here, could be six months, 18 months. I think the longest I've heard about is about seven and a half years. I heard that one, yes. Before yeah. before someone has, has finally brought house one, a house sale or the first one of a portfolio or whatever. So, you know, most people are not out there constantly generating content. They are consuming content. I think it's... 400 hours a second are uploaded to YouTube. So it sounds like an awful lot. But if you think about how many people out there are watching YouTube and consuming content, it's way more demand than 400 hours a second, which is why certain things get lots and lots and lots of views. And ultimately, do you want to be someone who's passively receiving that stuff? Or do you want to be someone who's actively getting it out there, using it to build your brand, which in turn, is using it to build your business. And a big problem with that is, if you've got management staff in the office managing managing the properties, and they're taking the incoming phone calls from from leads, they don't come across very well quite often because their mindset isn't into sales; it's into managing properties, and they're the they're the elephants in the room. They're not the lions in the group. Talking to Nigel Rincer, and the person taking that phone call needs to be that person. So by divorcing your management to a remote system, you know, at least you know everyone answering the phones is a lead magnet themselves. They're going to get you business. 
and people come come to you for your business and we've all seen it where a member of staff leaves and this is important too members of staff so and names of companies so we we are called white brick um because I own Red Brick. So there's an association with them, but there's also a, a, a line of demarcation between me and Adam and the brands. So in the future, when we sell it, which we will at some point, you know, don't forget, we're going on a bit of a piece here. We do things, these for two reasons. We do it for daily income and we do it for long-term capital appreciation or value of the business. Try selling a business with your own name splattered all over it. It's not quite as easy. Um, also, people will come in and demand to see Mr... Alphabet, I'm looking at my daughter's own books. Um, where is he? You know, alphabet lettings. And yeah, it, it can, it, the whole personal thing is really important, but you need to be really careful how far you push it. And also, again, on Facebook, if you're, if you're out with your mates in Benidorm getting blind drunk, showing pictures, inappropriate pictures of stuff, people will see that and think, actually, that's not the person I want to work with. So be really careful what you put on Facebook. Absolute, absolutely key point. And I think I just pick up on one thing there, which is ultimately if that is your business, your business is you and your brand, then if it is Adam Lawrence Properties, by outsourcing your remote management to a capable outfit, you can be the person who answers the phone. It gives you your time back. Great point, and that, yeah. And that time does not have to be out doing more business development and all the rest of it. Obviously, we'd highly recommend that it is. And we can support on social media. We can, White Brick can support in a number of different ways in order to help with your business growth. But it gives you that time back to maybe, as some people have, take a day a week out of their business and go down to a four-day week and enjoy whatever their hobbies are, whether it's walking the dog, whether it's taekwondo, whether it's building lettings and estate agencies. It gives you more time and more freedom to be able to do that. And if you're the person who answers the phone, you haven't got those issues of worrying about what someone who's potentially only a a property manager or back office staff trying to be on the front foot selling your business, which we've discussed before. Never the twain really meet, do they, Patrick? No, and it's all about work-life balance as well. So you know, there's no point being you know, the, M- the MD of a company if you're the one cleaning the toilets and doing all the paperwork and running around talking to you know, aggravated tenants, talking to aggravated landlords, because you haven't got the skills and the skill set to manage properties for, for, for them. So you end up being at work till 7, 8 at night, in work at 7 in the morning. That's great, and I was that person when I was in my 30s, but now I'm in my 40s. I've got a young, young child. I want to go home at half three. I want to pick up from school. So today's Friday. Um, it's my school pickup. You know, it's a sunny day. We're going to grab the van, grab the dog, take it to the park. You know, it'd be great. You know, cause I can do that because I've got a staff at White Brick managing my properties. And that sounds like a really coy plug, but it's true. You know, I've got a mobile phone. You know, we're all we're all mobile workers now. So we've all got smartphones. Because Pete told me they just call me. But because we've got, it sounds daft. We have sort of we have outsourced our, our, our work internally into our, our own internal company, and it just divorced that line. It's just this will sound really weird. We manage a company in Brighton, and it's the same size as our Coventry branch, but we have no problems. It sounds really weird, but we don't have. It's not because of the property or the or the clientele or demographics. It's because they haven't got a, they haven't got a place to come and argue with people, and. Our, our staff manage it as well as they manage the rest of them, but they don't get any issues. And I think it's because they, they don't... We're still personal, but we, we draw the line a, little, a bit more. So they, they don't tend to know each other. They, they won't be friends on Facebook. They won't, you know, they, in fact, they, they certainly won't be friends on Facebook from Brighton to Coventry and rugby. So it creates a level of professionalism that, that we've always you know, alluded to. That is a really, really important point, and that's one of the real strengths of outsourcing there, ultimately, because... You don't really want, it. you know, some some of that stuff, it's difficult to avoid. You employ people, you can, if you're lucky, you control them between the hours of 9 and 5.30, let's say. 
but you certainly don't control them outside the hours of nine and five thirty. Exactly. So um, before we wrap up, just a very quick story, Adam. Sorry about this. We had a contract work for us. Um, we let them go about two years ago because they were um, we just we didn't like them. To be honest, they had, we didn't we thought there was something wrong with them. They were they were a cleaning company, and she got caught um, cleaning a house in the local area where she was going for the clothes, all on all on the webcam by the, the owner of the house. This is a true story. She then undid a button of a blouse and used the owner's roll-on deodorant. Yes, the roll-on deodorant, all caught on an in-house camera. Guess what? Within an hour, that was all over Facebook. Her business was completely destroyed. And do you know what? She deserved it. However, you can get your business destroyed by the smallest things on Facebook. And you need to be so, so careful. Facebook, I mean, I'm a complete Facebook geek. I love it. I'm going to spend... I literally spend four hours a day on it. My job is say I've got we've got twin screens at work, one screen's just Facebook, I've got my phone on, on a cradle, I've got my works PC, I've got my laptop, because it, it's so important to us. But we are really careful what we do as well. Also, check what you're writing down, make sure you're not spelt things stupidly or make, you know, make silly mistakes. And also, one last thing, I know I'm going to be late as one, so best, Adam, be careful who you associate with on Facebook. It's really, really important. Um, I personally will check people's associations uh, before I, I accept a phone request. Um, I've got a particular issue with, with rent-to-rent. Um, I've also got a particular issue with racism. Um, so and people do put things on Facebook about things like that. You think, oh, actually, I don't agree with your ethics. I'm not going to offend you. People looking at you from a business point of view will do the same thing to you. And that's it. And the world's so big these days. You know, when I see stuff like that these days, just think, right, well, that's it. Block and delete. Not necessarily because I'm trying to block out those things from my life but I think well if someone looks at me looks at my brand looks at my profile and assesses that I'm friends with people like that it's ultimately going to reflect badly on me so just act very quickly and there's lots and lots of people out there who are like-minded like-valued and I spend my time with people who add things to my life instead of people who take away from it last point google alert set up a google alert so google alert well you can put your company name in or your full name in your company house number and you'll get an email straight away when anybody mentions your company. And quite often you think, oh, that's quite nice. Or you think, oh, my God, that ain't good. So, And also, be careful people don't steal your brand. We've had our stolen once. Um, yeah, Google Alerts, great little tool. Patrick, that is absolute gold. Thank you. So thanks for listening to the White Brick Podcast. We'll be back next time with more questions, answers, and up-to-date information about agency and management. Remember, we grow as you grow. We work to understand your values and morals and how you deal with your clients. And of course, we work on the three most important parts of property management 24-7. Compliance, compliance, and compliance. See you next time.